Hey guys, it's Marsha Hoffines, and you are listening to the Storytellers Podcast, where we dig in, go deep, find ourselves, maybe cry, maybe laugh. We surrender, but we go home, and we go home big. We feel inspired. It's the story behind the cellophane. It's the story inside the truth. It's a story that most people don't want to tell, but we're here to share. Let's get started. Did you ever feel like some of the manifestation tools and techniques or the goal setting programs that are out there just weren't meant for you? Did you ever feel like you were missing something or something was just not right? Well, there's probably a reason why. And that reason why is uh, review human design chart. When I first learned about human design and all of the ins and outs that it offered, I was a little bit hesitant. I'm not going to lie. I was a little, let's say reluctant. Everything in my life I've been a little reluctant about jumping into because, well, honestly, sometimes I feel like I've either been put in a box or I didn't get it or I couldn't connect or insert another reason. I like to say that I have a healthy dose of skepticism, which honestly is found in my chart. It's one of the qualities that I possess. But see, for a long, long time, I identified with that in the wrong way. See, my father growing up taught me to be very suspicious of other people and to not really you know, see the best in others. And therefore I thought the skepticism was something that was bad. And why wasn't I more open-minded and why couldn't I connect with things like astrology and crystals and all of those things that once were previously labeled quote unquote woo-woo by other people. And in fact, what I did was I attracted people into my life to say the things that I was into or I thought about or I worked with, or I did were quote unquote woo woo. And woo woo, when we call things that, that's basically us in our inner child wounds, to be honest with you. That's us dismissing something that's actually quite powerful. But I won't go get into that right now. That's for another time, another conversation, another topic. So see, as I would approach these new things, you know, identifying with my son, my rising, my 12th house, my north node, all of these things like in astrology or looking up my number in numerology or figuring out my Enneagram, everything felt so labeled and everything felt a little too, well, mm, not quite right. So when human design came along, Marsha had her healthy dose of skepticism And even in my mind, I was like, why am I questioning this? Why can't I just let this be something good for myself? Well, guess what? It's because I'm supposed to question things. I'm just supposed to. And as soon as I understood that, I was like, oh, okay, this is a good thing. What I was then able to do was navigate through this good thing and see where I let conditioning turn it into a bad thing which would be the way my father, unfortunately, was taught to navigate life. 
So what I was able to do was then go, okay, well, I am not my father. This is not my circumstances. And me questioning these things is actually a really good thing. It's a good thing, Marsha. Let yourself question because in your questioning, you study, you navigate, you feel into things. And then I started to learn something about myself that I always knew was true. Everything that I have to do in my life comes from a sense of feeling, not from the mind going, oh, you must do this or you need to achieve this. And in fact, I spent a good portion of the last five years of my life involved with my um, network marketing business, which I love and I still participate in, but I felt like I had to do things a very specific way. And if I didn't want to achieve the rank of diamond, what was wrong with me? I mean, think people would say that to you. Like, I was like, no, I'm really happy at gold. I love being a gold leader. And I was always asked, well, don't you want more for yourself? And I have to now sit and pause and go, wow, <laughs> how terribly toxic that whole environment was for me, right? Even probably you just listening to me share those words to you, you might be able to relate to it. You might be thinking, wow, when have I personally done that to somebody? So what if I wasn't limiting myself? What is that? What if that's what I knew I was supposed to do with that business? Because it helped me do other things with these women and these men that were showing up in front of me, you know? So human design and the manifestation process, let's put it out there. When we first created this program, we really just focused on vision boarding at the end of the program because that's what we knew and that's what we worked with and that's really what Colleen and I and the other women that were part of the program along the way felt comfortable navigating you through because that's where we were on our journey. Since then, we've added uh, neuroscience, some um, new manifestation techniques, some more of our own studying. Um, and with that, we've created a whole new way of manifesting. The thing that's funny about the vision boarding is that I never really 100% got on board with always creating vision boards. I would create what I called feeling boards. And if, again, you've been part of my programming for a while, or you've heard me talk about this, you know that that's how I typically approach creating vision boards because what I started to realize was the pictures weren't always going to match exactly the manifestation, right? So I was like, well, how do I want to feel? And then I'm going to put that on the board. And that mapped back to my soul feeling goals, my core desired feelings, that inner work that we do at the very beginning of the program. <clears throat> and along the lines, Along the way, along the years, we added in list creation, the I am, I deserve, I am grateful statements, right? All of these things that added up into the overall manifestation formula for you to take your life and carve out your path forward, create your map. And maybe think about it like a map, like where am I going? Where have I been? Each step to this point has gotten me here. And then I want you to zoom out and go, the map is already inside of me and how I'm supposed to be doing this. And these tools that are in front of me are a gift because now I get to pick and choose which ones really, really work well for me. Because here's the thing, we aren't all meant to manifest and create the same way. So 
I love lists. I make lists. I don't always check back in with my lists. I don't always check things off my lists. I modify my list often. My list though is something that I have to tell you, I can't explain to you how I create my list. And I'm actually not going to explain to you how I create my list because what I want you to do is create your list your way. You notice how I just jumped right into list creation? Well, it's because I feel like that is where most of us feel like we should spend our time, our time creating lists, writing things down, bringing them into life. But honestly, it's where for someone like me, and if you are, if I may, a non-specific manifester, your lists need to be a little bit more colorful in nature. They need to be a little bit more feeling. They need to be a little bit more vague not specific. So I want to talk to you a little bit about two manifestations that I've brought forward in my life in the past several years that actually are really, really great examples of how to use your human design chart, how to use the tools from the program to create for yourself. So the first one that I want to talk to you about is the realization of the home that I live in now. When I learned about my human design chart at first, I learned a little bit about it. And I'm gonna be honest with you, um, I had given her the incorrect time of my birth. So for a good bit of time, I was working with the wrong human design chart. Let's laugh. But I learned a lot from that process because what I thought was real, all of a sudden when I looked at it, I was like, oh shoot, she put PM in or I gave her PM to be honest with you, I forgot to indicate AM. I it brought up a very different chart for me. I was still a manifesting generator. I was still an emotional authority, but I, and I still had a five in my profile, but I also had a three line. And I started to identify with this three line, with this five line and this whole overall idea, but something didn't feel right. Something just didn't feel right still. I was like, mm, this is going to be another astrology thing where it's almost there, but it's not quite. Until I realized of the mistake and then I reran my chart and then I found my two line. And my two line, if you're a two line or you listened about the two line, is you're a hermit. You love downtime. You love alone time. And let me just say, for years, I've been wanting, I've been craving quiet, craving, craving quiet. Every time we would go to the beach, every time we would go to the lake, every time I left my home and I got into a different part of the state, a different state, a different environment, and I felt quiet, I was like, this is what I need. If you ever feel yourself taking that deep exhale, maybe look at your human design chart and see why that is. I needed to create a space where I could retreat to, someplace that I wasn't surrounded by the noise. I wasn't surrounded by a lot of energy. In fact, I needed to get the heck out of the place where I worked. I lived, breathed, did everything in my little town of Leesburg, Virginia. And with that, my nervous system started to fry. My mind started to go. I felt angry. I felt stuck. I felt boxed in. I felt like I couldn't breathe. Well, my two line was being challenged on a daily basis every single day. So at one point along my journey, one of my um, list to do's manifestations was to go to the beach more. And we did that. 
But even then, I still wasn't finding that peace and that calm until we sat down last year. Actually, I shouldn't be so specific. I don't know when you're going to listen to this. Um, in the fall of 2020, I should be a little bit more specific. My husband and I decided it was time to move. But we didn't get specific on where. We looked at qualities. We wanted to be away from the noise. We didn't want to be like on a farm, but we didn't want to be in a busy neighborhood. We didn't want to be in a city. We didn't want to be in a downtown area. <clears throat> we didn't want to have a lot of noise around us, a lot of traffic, a lot of air traffic. And we wanted a home that we could live in for a long time. He and I are both nesters. We both love being places for long periods of time. We love creating these places where we feel like a hermit. I mean, like the two line says, literally hermit-like quality. Within two weeks, the home found us and the home found us in a little town in West Virginia called Charlestown, which is just over the border of where I was living before in Northern Virginia in Loudoun County. Not too far, because that was the other thing is I didn't want to lose touch to this place that I very much love. See, I love Leesburg. I love that area. Living there isn't wonderful for me. Heck, I love, I love New York City. I lived there for a year and I had to get out. Same thing. So when I started to look at the power that was revealed to me just through understanding my profile line, my correct profile line, also I was like, whoa, this is why I want this. This is why I desire this. This is why I'm craving this. I understand now. Someone else might be like, I need to be where all the action is. I need to be in the center of it all. It all is found in your chart. I then also understood that my husband and I didn't get too specific on what this house was supposed to look like, what it was supposed to, like the yard or anything like that. We had ideas. We are like, we want to be able to let our dogs out in the backyard. We want to have friendly neighbors. We want to live in a community that's laid back, but also has some guidelines. Like, I don't want the person living next to me um, put, storing their, their guard, garden tools in their yard, right? I still had certain things that I wanted aesthetically. Like, that's super important. To be able to pull up to your home and look at your home and be like, ah, I'm home. I love it. And I'm going to tell you guys, for many, many years, I didn't love my home. It didn't feel right to me. It did towards the end because I mended a deep wound. But that was the intention coming into this home. That was a huge manifestation for me, for us, and for my family. And it was perfectly timed. Everything was right on time. The other manifestation was several years back, even before this, where I manifested a sofa. I know that sounds silly, but honestly, we were in the middle of paying off debt. Debt that had piled up from bankruptcy, debt that had piled up from um, lost jobs, illness, raising two daughters that had very hefty um, extracurricular activity price tags next to their names, just debt. And we were in the middle of paying it off, but I wanted this sofa so badly. 
And I wrote down, I deserve to have a sectional sofa. But then I defined it. Why? Why did I want this sofa in this space? What was so important about it? How was it going to make me feel? What was the quality of the sofa? Why was it important? What would it mean to my family? I know it sounds silly, guys. It's a sofa. But man, once we got this sofa, it changed the dynamic of the space. We lingered there. We shared stories there. We laughed. We hung out. There was room for all of us. See, our previous setup in this little space in my home didn't have enough space for us all to sit and come together or have even guests over. It was broken up. It was boxy. It felt limiting. The sofa was expansive. The sofa let us create memories in a different way together. So you're like, Marsha, what does that have to do with manifestation? How is this helping me? Well, here's the deal, guys. This whole story that I'm sharing with you, this idea behind manifestation, don't worry about everything that we're giving you, right? Don't even worry about goal setting. Think about what are these things that you're creating in your life going to mean to you? What are the secrets that you have found in your human design chart that help you understand your unique way of bringing things into your life, utilizing mainstream tools, right? Because really the tools that we're giving you, you can find them many places. We are all, um, none of us that are in this, uh, what am I going to call it? Spiritual mindfulness world, elevating our human potential world, are sharing pretty similar concepts, right? But we're trying to move away from the old tired way of in order to be successful, in order to have the life of your dreams, you must do X, Y, and Z. We, Christy, Colleen, and I are stepping into a space of in order to have the life of your dreams, in order to map your path forward, path your map, map your path forward, in order to manifest, in order to feel joy and feel life and feel like every day you are literally alchemizing magic into your life, right? Alchemizing, it's a seemingly magical process of transformation, creation, or the combination of the two, right? Are you, what are you alchemizing? What are you pulling in? What are you bringing together? And how are you doing it your way? You're going to find that maybe you love the journaling prompts. You're going to find that maybe you love listening to the meditations. You're going to find that you might love drawing things, creating lists. The one thing that I will encourage you is to continue to remind yourself on a daily basis of who you are with your I am statements, what you deserve with your I deserve statements, and what you're grateful for. And just like I shared the story, right, about my dad, where I used to blame him, I now thank him because I understand he was skeptical too. And I love him for it. He just was never given the same opportunity to utilize his magnificence 
the way that the world has opened up and allowed for me and you to express ours. So be magnificent, use your tools, and remember the secrets are all hidden in your design. Well, hey guys, thanks so much for joining us and listening and tuning in wherever you are listening to your podcast. Keep on listening, sharing, enjoying, and hey, follow us on social media, Instagram, is msh underscore shift you can also follow me marcia m-a-r-c-i-a underscore hines h-o-f-f-h-e-i-n-s you can also find us on the book and join our makeshift tapping group it's a public open group we share goodies and information um visit my website marciahoffines.com sign up for the newsletter And we'll just keep you full of all the goodies, all of them, all the time. Talk to you soon.